Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast, the All Out 2020 Results Show. Um, I was really excited for All Out. I'm not sure that uh, it lived up to my expectations. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Paul Robinson. Are you right, Paul? Yeah, good, Chris. You? Yeah, expected, as I say, to be pumped following uh, All Out because I was really excited for it. And I think I set my expectations too high. Yeah. And it didn't quite hit it. Plus... I, as with a lot of people, um, a bit of uh, fury at some of the stuff from last night as well. Well, one particular incident from last night um, that uh, shouldn't have happened um, and they haven't handled particularly well in the aftermath, in my opinion. Um, but uh, we thought we'd go through the results, give our thoughts on the matches, um, sort of like a neat package to go with the other podcast uh, that we've uh, we've just put together. So I take it you've seen everything then, Paul? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, well, we did have one one bit of good news, is that they uh, rightfully moved Br- uh, Big Swole and Britt Baker from the buy-in show and put it onto the main card. Uh, but what they didn't do was move any of the matches from the main card onto the buy-in. They instead gave us Joey Janela versus some. Serpentico and Private Party versus the Dark Order. Um, I can't remember which numbers they are. Is it four and five? No, it's and five angels. So, so it's yeah, Silver and Reynolds, um, who are very good, but neither of those matches are really going to sell you on a pay per view, in my opinion. Um, Private Party one for the future, but they're not quite there yet. And both quite predictable results as well. Mm. Yeah, Joey Janela beating Serpentico, Private Party beating the Dark Order. Neither shockers. Um, but yeah, good to see that they elevated the the women's match. I think both of those two deserve to be on a main pay-per-view. But I'm not convinced that all the matches that made it to All Out should have stayed on the pay-per-view. But we no. shall see. We'll see what we both think. Uh, moving on to the big show, they did then begin with Big Swole and Britt Baker, which was um, a cinematic match um, filmed in the dentist's uh, office, uh, purportedly Britt Baker's dentist's office, and uh, I quite enjoyed it. It was very silly, but yeah, they hit all the tropes. The banter was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. What about yourself? Yeah, I thought they could have... I thought the bits were good. I thought I almost could have done with a bit more... I think it just lacked maybe another couple of uh, segments, I think. Mm. Of, uh, I, don't know. I, I don't know. It wasn't a very good quality sleeping gas at the end, was it? She was only out No. For she was up <laughs> very quick. <laughs> I'd be worried if I was uh, had an appointment there next week, I think. Uh, after my last uh, trip to the dentist where I felt everything, um, mm, uh, I could believe it. But... Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was, thought it was good. Uh, Baker looked vicious, but it was also quite funny. Swole came over well. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was fun. Uh, it, it did what it needed to do. I just wish things could have been moved around a bit on the pay per view. I think this I could have done with this match a bit later on. There's yeah, a bit of relief. It was, it was a strange choice to start the match. I think mm. probably the, I think maybe the next match would have been a better one. Yes, swap them around. Yeah. So uh, result-wise, we had Big Swole beating Britt Baker, uh, which was a surprise to me, but I'm I'm pleased with it. And you get the feeling there'll be a proper in-ring match as soon as Britt Baker's really up for it, uh, physically up for it. Uh, I would have thought. I can't imagine that's it. Um, we The next match uh, was the Young Bucks um, and Jurassic Express. Uh, the Young Bucks taking the win. Um, what did you think of the match? Yeah, they're pretty solid. I think they're probably at the higher end of what you would expect from these two teams. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was possibly a hint of a possible uh, heel turn for the Bucks, but yeah, that didn't quite go there. I thought that if they were going to do it, I think with obviously super kicking Marco Stunt, probably shouldn't have mm. had him in- interfere first, I think. Yeah, he deserved <laughs> Just to it. to make it a bit clearer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the thing. And they, with their supposed turn, you can see justification for it. It's not just they're doing it because they want an advantage or they want they're just sick of helping other people. It's it's about them. They've been screwed or they are having a bad time with the people they're getting angry with. So it's like yeah, you can understand wanting to super kick Marco. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, an event later on in the show as well sort of muddied the waters of are they heels? Because if they are, why would they not leave in the way, uh, uh, as we'll get to? Um, I thought the match was all right. Did his yeah. job. It was a bit of filler. No no really big surprises. The books take the move uh, move on. Um, yeah. I think I think one thing I think the Jurassic Express are probably made to do a bit more with them now. They've both established as pretty good but they've not really moved the card have they i think maybe no uh, might be trying to do push push them over a little bit more they're both very good uh, in very different ways in the ring yes yeah they need to do something with them i'm, I'm not sure what it is yeah i'm not sure what i see is the long-term future for luchasaurus I, I don't i'm i could buy that jungle boy will evolve into something else um luchasaurus i don't know it just feels like Eventually, the joke might wear a th- bit thin. Yeah, maybe a heel uh, turn. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what he needs. Yeah. yeah, if one day he literally just sort of smacks about Jungle Boy and Marco, Marco Stump particularly, um, just because it's a lot more impressive because of his size, um, then yeah, that might be what he needs. Because otherwise, I just I just don't know where you go with that. I can't I can't see it as being a respected top level gimmick. It's it's. A comedy gimmick. Mm. Yeah, the guy thinks he's a dinosaur. Yeah, and I think some of his matches he's a bit stilted. He's got better recently, but there are times where he sort of see, you see everything sort of slows down for him to do all his kicks and get everything in. He's saying it's not flowing the way I'd, I'd like it to um, for a top guy. Uh, whereas I think Jungle Boy is starting to really impress me now. Yeah, where um, from his sort of his MJF match onwards, he's been really really impressive. Whereas when he first came in, I was like, I hate the gimmick. And he looks like, he's like a scrawny kid. And I'm like, well, this, he's linking with the, the, the dinosaur. And I'm not sure about this, but yeah. he's showing that he's got some real skills. Well, so. they've got, haven't they? The, the four um, highly rated, like if you like younger, fresher talent and obviously himself, maybe Sammy, mm. Sammy Guevara, Cassidy and um, Darby Allen. And he's probably the Jungle Boy's probably the one that's been left behind a little bit. The others have maybe been involved in bigger angles. So, yes, I think yeah, as a, as a new face, maybe doing a bit more with him. Hmm. He's got potential for the future, definitely. Yeah, we then moved on to the twenty-one man casino battle royale, and I'm going to go here with this is the match or one of the matches that I would have put on the buy-in. I yeah. thought it was poor. But overall, I didn't particularly enjoy the match. I thought it was a bit of a cluster, um, a lot of botches, a lot of just un- smooth bits, that, bits that weren't smooth enough. Um, I'm not going to like have a go about um, uh, what's his face. The guy's just come back. He, well, he's made his debut at AEW at the, oh. the Joker slot. Uh, Matt Seidel. Uh, Matt Seidel. Yeah, Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel's a talent. He obviously had an accident in the ring where he, he didn't pull off his shooting star and fell. Um, I've heard it described as like a shockmaster entrance. And I'm like, it's, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. He's He's got a talent. But I'm just not going to pop for Matt Seidel now compared to – he feels like his time's been and gone. And it's almost – I don't know why. It's like, it's like the wrestling world's passed him by. He's still got a hell of a talent, but I'd, I'd be surprised if I'm going to be um, like raving about him in the next few months. And I hope I'm wrong because he used to be brilliant, but it just feels like, well, I know you went to TNA for a while. And I remember listening to podcasts with you and Colt Cabana where he, he was talking about um, like going for all the spiritual realization and all that sort of stuff and opening his mind and all that. Sort of, and it, I don't know. I just got, it, it didn't give you the vibes of well, you take your career very, very seriously. It's just like, yeah, no, yeah. It, it was um, well, it, that was the character bit he, when he was in Impact mm. over a year ago. That was the thing about obviously about yeah, this sort of guru, but obviously his wrestling style doesn't really 
No. Sort of jars a bit with someone who's sort of all chilled out and relaxed and then, like, say, suddenly he's pulling off a shooting star press. Yeah, it's one of those. When he was in WWE, um, he was very, very good. And you did feel he was being underutilised. But just there's been a lot of time since then. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I, I do hope I'm wrong. Well, he was he was um, going well in uh, New Japan, but he um, had a, a bit of a, a problem with the uh, getting back in the country, if I leave it at that. So, <laughs> right. Days. As you can guess, his, hab- his uh, recreational habits. Uh, so he's sort of blown that a bit. Yeah, so he's had two, he's had two big companies and he's... Mm. Yeah, this is probably is his last chance, I think. So hopefully, he's if in it. fact that they are keeping him, there's nothing on. Um, I was looking at the Twitter feed uh, for AW, and they talk about like, oh, he maybe was the Joker, and he came in his first match, but they didn't say he's signed. Yeah, and he's the a new think, member. So yeah. I don't know. I think one thing they need to be very careful with is when you have these TBA people, mm. people will get a bit carried away. I think the last time they did it yeah. really recently was with Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. And I think people get carried away with fantasy booking about oh someone oh, yeah. someone big name's going to come in and then it's oh it's I think that on that occasion it was a, it was two jobbers wasn't it for a yes mat. and this one if they just announced he was in it I think people would yeah. say oh yeah great he's in it that'd but, be good to see him yeah yeah I think the TBA you kind of almost maybe expecting someone a bit bigger or yeah although it. we did say they'd shown some restraint this time in not making a big deal about that yeah it wasn't it wasn't one of the key things of yeah and who's the Joker yeah. Um, not that we knew that, that that guy was going to be the Joker, but uh, it, it 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 occurred to me after we'd uh, we'd talked about uh, all out in the preview. Um, I'm not sure where his status is, but if he if he was available to do it, um, Miro um, would have been uh, the former Rusev would have been yeah. a bigger bigger yeah. name to put out there at the moment. And like, oh, wow, that's a big guy to bring in. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, as of, as of now, no. <laughs> we shall we shall see. But I I just thought the match was poor. Um, you pointed out earlier on in the day, and I've I've heard it on another podcast as well. Um, that Eddie Kingston went down went under the ropes before he got eliminated. Yeah. So is he still in the match? Well, I think I think actually technically Lance Archer stepped over the top rope when he left. I think so. <laughs> he might have been <laughs> so eliminated. Eddie wins. So Eddie King- <laughs> Yeah, it would be funny if he tries to claim that on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. But yeah, I don't know. Just that silly bit at the end with Jake Roberts and the bag, and well, uh, it's just, if there's if there's a, if there was a snake in the bag, yeah, I don't want snake. I don't want you. Well, I don't want you hitting someone with it, and I don't want Eddie Kingston no. kicking it particularly. No, it's not a good look, is it? Really? No, all round it was bad. It's like we know there isn't because I'm fairly sure he's not allowed to carry them, is he? Or, at one point, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I imagine it stopped. wasn't, but I think if you're going to tease it, there is a. It's not a good look because yeah, people don't don't know that there's not a snake in there, do they? So if you're a casual viewer, although should point out that the reigning WWE champion uh, once absolutely destroyed a massive spider. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so we we can allow certain amounts apparently. Um, but yeah, I thought it was poor. We we both said Archer going in though, and we got Archer at the end. Yeah. Um, he did his best with the match. I will say that, yeah, uh, with what he had. But I didn't think the match itself really did him any favors. Yeah, and as as well, I think it was the second match in a row where he had an appearance by a dinosaur. Um, JR's perving on Anna J yeah. as well, which we really could have done without. Yeah, JR isn't what he used to be. He has his moments, and there's something nice about hearing him, and he can be good. But yeah, he really needs to get his head out of the nineties. This it it's not acceptable to say the stuff he says anymore, and not no, it's not also not acceptable for him not to know who all the people are or to call them by names that only he calls them. Yeah, it's like you are supposed to be the most respected respected announcer out there. Yeah, I and, think as well he was. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was a, one, a moment in the women's title match later mm. where Excalibur was saying that um, about. Explained about a Joshi title at Thunder Rose, yeah. who had also won fairly recently, and he was just sort of made him out to be a massive nerd for yeah. for caring about these sort of things. And you're thinking that's probably a lot of the core audience, frankly, people yeah. who get who watching these uh, who actually would and, care that someone's won a title somewhere. Yeah, and, and it wasn't just Excalibur being the first person to announce that. I knew that going in because I'd watched the Countdown show, and Thunder Rosa pointed it out. 
or it was the um, the red carpet thing. She pointed out, no, actually, I'm a triple champion. I'll be a triple champion. So, well, for one, it shows you don't watch your own stuff because you haven't paid attention to that. You should know that too. And the yeah, why undermine it? There's that's also going to be well while we're on the subject of criticizing calls, um, in terms of the commentary. One of the things I have seen echoed on the internet, and, and I'm going to echo it, is um, they should have made a bigger deal about Thunder Rosa kicking out of the uh, Falcon Arrow. Yeah. That's been established as one of Shida's big moves, and she kicks out of it, and they just breezed past as if nothing yeah. had happened. Although like, I way to make it look strong. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure for what when I see her doing it. I'm not sure that is a Falcon Arrow. Is it, not, it seems That's more weird like, it's like a, a Mishinoku, Mishinoku driver, driver type driver, <laughs> yeah. really. I think yes, yeah, I think I'm calling it that because everyone calls it. But yeah, it's more like, Richard Uki yeah. as she drops them. <laughs> Hardcore Holly will be turning in his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that that the Casino Battle Royale as a concept, I don't think either of us are particularly sold on it, and I don't think that did anything to make no. me think. Oh, I'm excited for the next one. There was the one improvement was that. The groups did get us an individual entrance. Yeah, I really didn't like the, the concept of five five people who all hate each other just sort of ambling down <laughs> to the ring together. But yeah, it's just not great. And and as well, it, it's all dependent on how they do it. If if because it doesn't feel like Archer's going to go over Moxley the way the bucket does it. So then that'll no. be four in a row where someone's won this this big battle roll, which should which is their Royal Rumble. Yeah. slash uh, Money in the Bank thing, and that'll be four in a row where someone's won it and then hasn't gone on to win the title. Yeah, well, unless that they follow up with that, like the ladder match they did with the yeah. chip, the um, cage one. Mm. They could make that their Money in the Bank, but again, it does feel a bit of a rip-off. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, the Casino Battle Royal is a strange, it's a strange beast. It, it's overcomplicated and yeah. it feels like a buy-in thing for yeah. me. Well, it, 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 it's when you try and think, ah, but we can't do that because that's copying someone mm. else. But a lot, of, I mean, lots of other companies do Battle Royals. Yeah. It's a fairly well-established way. As long as you don't do reverse ones, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for the Archer title shot, they need to make their minds up as well because it, Spoilers for the end of the show. If you're listening to this, you've watched the show in theory. I can't imagine we're telling you anything you don't know. Um, we're just giving you our thoughts. But they sort of emphasised at the end, Archer's next for Moxley. But when when Archer wins it, for a title shot in the future. Mm. Like, make your mind up. Is he yeah. is he next in line? Is he for the future? Is yeah. this something that at some point he's earned it? Because yeah. I kind of would prefer it to be at some point he has earned a title shot. And we know he's got that in his back pocket. He can call it. Not necessarily like in Money in the Bank way, but in a at the next pay per view, I've got the title shot. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah, like an up a named event. Yeah. Coming up, like they've got a special in a a month's time, and it's that or something like that. Yeah, I I don't know. With with everything that's going on in in AW, I don't know that I'm that excited about the idea of him being next for Moxley. It's um, it feels like the Brody Lee. Mm. Where you can think, and it'll be a good match, but you don't, yeah, it'll be a great match. You don't yeah. see it coming out on top. No, I might, might be surprised. But yeah, know. might be. I, well, I hope we are. Yeah, and and they have the potential in them to have an actually great match. But yeah, he just doesn't feel like the next champion at the moment. Um, it's time now, Paul, to talk about the match <laughs> that I think has got everybody's blood boiling. Um. Uh, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara broken rules match. Uh, if Matt Hardy lost the match, he his career in AEW was over. Yeah. Just so angry about this match. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's it disgraceful. Would probably be strong. Yeah, it's it should never have happened. Um, mm-hmm. the sh- what should have happened is as soon as the incident happened and the established, he he might have a concussion. Yeah, um, stop that it. should have been it. The ref should have called it off. I, I can. Yeah, there's yeah. no need to finish the, the match. Or the doctor just, who was yeah. there. <laughs> think, you can just say no contest. He's injured. I'm not letting him continue. This is not. He's not not to be end of his career or whatever. Yeah, we. You can work your way around the stipulation. That's not going to be a problem. That's that's just be creative. You'll work that one out. Uh, this is a guy with a hundred different personalities. Anyway, getting to yeah. come out. Well, of well actually, else. yeah, I think the predictions were if he lost was that. Another one was going to appear on Dynamite, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've no never lost. Really felt this was it, did this? So. Yeah. 
it, yeah, just to give it context, uh, in, in case you are listening to this out, out of the blue, um, there is an incident quite early on in the match where they, they're fighting from backstage. And when they did start fighting from backstage, I thought, oh, is this a pre-recorded one as well? And it's broken rules means it's literally going to be like broken universe stuff. And then it's like, oh, no, they're clearly having the match. And they fought up uh, like a scissor lift um, with a very small amount of space at the top. And there's a table with um, masks for people who hadn't brought masks, the way they described it on the commentary, which was weird. But it was like a single table. So, And and the idea was that Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara were both going to fall from the top of the scissor lift through the table, despite the fact that the end of the match was going to be a fall from a great height. The match started with a fall from the great height. Weird anyway in terms of wrestling logic. But the the potential for injury was high. Sammy somehow manages to land through the table correctly and is okay. But Matt crashes through, the overshoots the table basically, and his head goes into the floor. And you can see just from the camera angle, that's a guy who is not with it. That. It, it should have just been the end. There was the it was like if it was fake and they'd set it up, you would have gone. That's believably the end of the match. But it was quite clear that he had legitimately just whacked his head on the floor, and no one would have criticised them for turning around and going, "We've got to look after the safety safety of our athletes. We can't take we can't make um, take any chances with a concussion or potentially a fractured skull." Um, they sort of ring the bell. The Tony Khan's expression. Oh, they rang the bell to pause the match, um, and uh, the ref, the doctor spoke. The referee and the doctor spoke to him and confirmed he was okay. Like one, Matt Hardy can't give you that confirmation. He's also a pro who is most likely going to go. I want to fight the match out. Look at the history of wrestling. People like to be tough guys and go. No, I finish the match. And second of all, how can you see if he's got a head injury? That it's like you can do certain tests at the same at uh, to check he's not in immediate danger, but in no way should they have let him then go off and potentially cripple himself. Mm-hmm. Um, especially knowing that he was going to climb up a scaffolding shortly after. Like if he had fallen from there with no control of it, you would have had a, potentially a death on your hands. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. as well after after they'd continued. He did a, a float over DDT where he hit, he would have hit his head. He was on Sammy, but you hit, hit his head when yeah. he landed, as you do on a DDT. Mm-hmm. And then Sammy at one point smacked his head off the the brig, didn't he? The scaffolding just yeah. before they, they climbed up. So they couldn't. They didn't even like do it as safely as they could. No. Once they carried on, the I mean, whole thing was just yeah. awful. well. Even 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 the original the incident happened on as you know. If you're doing say a choke slam or a power bomb, you can control where you. Put down, aim them. A spear yeah. moving yeah. forward. You just can't, can you? Because no, you you can't control where that's going to land anywhere near as much as you can. With so it's not. It wasn't. Wasn't even a good choice for the move to no to put through the table in the first place. Yeah, it was. It was dangerous. It was handled badly. And in the aftermath, AEW have done very little to make this sound better. Um, Tony Khan's answers aren't sufficient in terms of uh, what they did. They need to have a thorough review into their policies for this type of thing. Um, I genuinely think they need to have a review of their medical staff for if they're going to allow that sort of thing to continue because yeah. you're putting your guys in danger. Well, the grey area is that they've basically chucked it all on the doctor, but it's whether it, I mean he should be fired if it was genuinely him insisting. But I mm. I wonder whether they've just come up with. Oh, we'll say the doctor did because he's a medical professional and yeah. no one else is. Throw him under the bus. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't remember. There was a couple of years ago in the Premier League where the Spurs goalkeeper, Hugo Lloris, mm. got concussed. And the doctor yeah. was basically saying, no, you've got to come off. And he basically mm. was saying, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, and, and he yeah, fought it and, and he, he stayed on, but he clearly was not right. And since then, the Premier League changed it so that the, if the doctor, an independent doctor says you're off, you're off. You're off, and that's the ref will force yep. them to, and that that's how it should be. You can't rely on someone who's got a concussion, which he clearly had. That's plain as day that he had a concussion. Not the fact that he's still in hospital now with a concussion. Yeah, exactly. It's not even like he went, Boo, came out, and wife sat to watch it. Yeah, and see them carry on. Happy, I mean, this right, is a guy right, with right. kids. Do you know what I mean? This is yeah. It's not something you mess about with, is it? And obviously, you've seen in other sports that 
Mm. Christian, obviously, um, Chris Nowinski and yeah. is leading on. It's a, a class action of former wrestlers with concussions. Obviously, there's the Chris Benoit, if you're getting into all that. Mm. With, I mean, who knows? Daniel Bryan. It has, yeah. such a hit, awful history with this that you you just end it there and just say, right. Yeah, take no risk. No one would have, would have been felt it bad about it. Out in a month's time, you do it on Dynamite as a, or whatever, do you know what I mean? When everyone's medically clear, you say, right, this time... I'm gonna. You know I mean have the, you have the exact same match again and yeah, control it. You do it was it. just handled really badly, yeah. and it left. Uh, it was like a shadow over the rest of the show yeah. as well because yeah. you were constantly sort of thinking, "Is he all right?" Yeah, it's, it's, that, it, that didn't seem right. It's and not. You, you were thinking about it. Yeah, it's not an exact comparison, but it must be. It's not as bad, but the, the Owen Hart one. Mm. Whereas you, it's to continue with just yeah, it, you wouldn't be human if you couldn't just sort of say well you're watching it and then if even then later they had to give this obviously forced they actually forced Tony Schiavone yeah justify it he misspoke earlier yeah. when he said that the ref stopped the match and actually cleared him now hmm. Tony, Tony Schiavone has not misspoke there no they clearly just said to cover the bat um yeah. if, if yeah, they come out and said him. we we made a mistake yeah. We, Matt said he was fine. We we said okay, we had it, and then and then they've come out after and said we shouldn't have done it. We should have, then that's yeah. In the heat of the moment, we made a mistake. We tried. We we trusted everything was fine, but looking back, we should have done something different. That would be better. But they're not. They're they're, yeah. they're just running with it. Like, like because, oh yeah, what we did was right. Yeah. Like, but what you're saying then is, if next week <laughs> another wrestler gets a concussion, yeah, you'll do the same as thing. As long as the ref says he's sorry, as long as the doctor says he's fine, we're going to let it go on. Which yeah, that, no one wants to watch that, do they? So. No, no, utterly ridiculous. Yeah, um, it, it's a shame because I, for a lot, in a lot of ways, what you hear about AEW is very, very positive, forward-thinking, very much uh, a better place for the workers to be. We've we've heard this week about WWE trying to stop people doing even like having social media accounts and making money with their own name, and you think to yourself, why would you want to work for a business like that if they're going to try and be that controlling? Yeah. Um, and their justification is poor. But you think, I know they've had incidents in the past, but for the most part, I'd trust them to stop a match on yeah. that one. I think I'd well, like to think that they would. Can you remember that there was the Taz one where there was. Well, yeah, we've the seen it. The, we? the, the, the crowd yeah. without masks, and he was saying that we don't run a sloppy shop. And you're thinking there's yeah. a world of difference between having people yeah. in the crowd without a mask on and to like letting someone with a concussion carry on climbing up a scaffold or whatever. I mean, what if I mean, what if he just got concussed and just fell backwards from where he was? He wasn't on a gimmicked tape, uh, platform or whatever the yeah. landed on, was he? Well, you remember um, uh, Enzo and Moray getting knocked out yeah. in the match. Match stopped. They didn't carry on the match. They didn't try yeah. and like, ask yeah. him whether he was okay. It was like, okay, no, no, we've just got to stop this match. They, yeah. you've, that There are things that are acceptable and that, yeah, it may not be what you wanted in terms of a storyline, but there are bigger things than the storyline. Yeah. yeah it, it comes across as naive. Um, to like that you you're coming across as a rocky promotion here when you do stuff like yeah. that and that that the, you should have control of that you should be better yeah. um, you should I, be learning from the mistakes of others. I think as what I've read smart is that I think Tony Khan needs to needs to know that he can't be everyone's mate and sometimes he has to be mm. the boss and just say yeah I'm making this decision I know you I know you wanted to carry on but I'm the bad guy here but that's the rules yeah. and I'm sorry at but, least I can sleep yeah. at night yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I th- there's a, been a couple of th- reckless moments in AEW since it started where you just think that could have gone horribly, horribly wrong, and or, or that was unnecessarily hardcore. Um, I know some people had issues with the Moxley Kenny Omega match going too far, but I have less of an issue with that. They that was fairly well controlled. Yeah, I thought that was uh, yeah, it was in the acceptable boundaries yeah but there are there have been other moves and things i just think you they probably should be trying to do away with and it could be that the wrestlers are making a choice on their own but when that when it's involved in the finish of the match you get the feeling they would have had to run it past someone um the the two that uh spring to mind are moxley and brody lee the paradigm shift to the outside where John Moxley is lucky he didn't 
drop his head, smack his head on the back of a step, uh, on a step. Mm. I cringed watching that. Um, where, they, where they went through the floor or whatever it was, they did, did something. I just thought you are so lucky you haven't just whacked the back of your head. And uh, similarly, we'll, we'll get to it later on. Is the end to the Mimosa Mayhem match? It's it's a backwards fall into it where it's like you've time you've done that well, but I know it's padded, but Jericho could have whacked the back of his head quite easily on the back of that, on the on the edge of that um, pool thing. Platform, yeah. And you think that's just asking for a neck injury or a head injury? Yeah. <laughs> it's like just be you work. Be creative. Work around these things. Yeah. You don't have to go for the, oh, well, that'll, that'll look spectacular and real. It's like, yeah, but I'd rather you were safe. Yeah. I think for me, the, t- the two as well, uh, the two sh- two chair shots, um, Sean Spears to Cordy. Yes. Where he concussed him earlier. And the, um, the one the other week with uh, Sammy throwing the chair at yeah. Matt and um, cutting him open as well, which both, I'd love both to know the, the wrong sh- chair or something, wasn't it? But you, yeah, if you're not certain the it's the right chair, don't it's someone over the head with it. Yeah, what the heck? Like the Sammy one, I'd love to know what was going through his head when he threw that because it was just how he threw it. It's like, have yeah. you ever seen anyone in wrestling do that is the way to do it? Yeah, I think, it, but, I think wasn't it, 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 they couldn't find the right one or something, so he just picked up one and threw it. But obviously, if it's not like a gimmick chair or something, then... But yeah, you, you don't you don't throw chairs on a whim do you, these days. No, not, not, at the head, no, no. not at the head anywhere. No, it's such a it's just a reckless thing to do, and it it's a shame because again, he's a talent who I think has got a lot of potential. But you see stuff like that, and you think, mm, has he got his head on straight? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was poor. Um, Matt Hardy wins the match, <laughs> although yeah. I'm sure he feels like a winner today. Um, having Sammy fall from the scaffolding um, and not be able to answer a count, which is fair enough. But we, yeah, the match should have just ended a lot sooner than that. Yeah, there was just um, one other thing, just on this. Why the, yeah. it, it's a, a criticism of the show generally was that obviously they started off backstage and you had the bit with the golf buggy and mm. because they're shooting everything at Daly's place, it just makes it look a bit samey. Yeah, and I think while while I know why they're there because they own it, it it yeah. didn't. This could have easily been like a special dynamite, I think, in tour. Yeah, if you're gonna do you big, and they're only gonna have four pay per views. Yeah, I think they maybe should have tried to, even if it's just dressed it up differently. But it, it just didn't look. That, we've seen that backstage area, haven't we? Yeah, in quite a few stage brawls and whatever. And I think it. Obviously, you think it's it's like WWE with Thunderdome. At least they've tried to make it look different from. Mm. and for a bit i think if it's you've got to try and make things look a bit different i think yeah make it that give it that big set dressing yeah yeah (laughs) i think there were some fireworks weren't there at one point and they pointed out it was because there was some celebration down the road (laughs) (laughs) i think it was like yeah that's uh, that's a bit odd um yeah they they should make a bigger deal yeah um, I'm sounding very negative about AW with this show. Um, the first half one, I'm was a bit disappointed, but second, that was second. bad. Improved, yeah. yeah, it definitely improves, and um, yeah, I, I, it's still a, a brand that um, I have a lot of faith in, and that I want to, I want them to be as good as I think they can be. And I think last night they let themselves down with that particular moment with uh, Matt Hardy. That was that wasn't what we'd expect from them. Um, Moving on, we had then had Hikaru Shida um, defeating Thunder Rosa in the AEW women's title match. I thought this was a hell of a match. Yeah. I um, thought they really went rent at it and gelled really, really well. I think it, it, it was possibly burdened by the expectation that that, that, that this was going to be a really good match. Mm. It's probably probably just as well. It was a brilliant match. Probably, yeah. the, best, probably the best women's match in AEW history, I think. Oh, me. yeah. 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 Um, I possibly wouldn't have had the result the same mm. just because it sort of kills it dead and it's like, where do you go from here? Yeah, but, yeah, it's like, a strange one. It makes you wonder if they have literally just got a one, well, two-match deal with Thunderosa. But then they're sort of teasing on Twitter, would you like to see it again? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> if it's that good, of course we'd like to see it again. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You should know that we. you don't need to ask that question. Um, and if she is sticking around, Maybe it would have been better to have made her that yeah. triple champion just for a while. Yeah. 
because yeah. yeah she looks brilliant and um yeah it worked really well and she did look great in it the whole thing was brilliant yeah. Uh, so, yeah very very pleasant surprise despite the fact going into it thinking it's going to be good it was pleasant surprise it was as good as it was um we're then followed by another match that could quite easily have made its way to the buy-in as far as i'm concerned uh matt cardona scorpio sky and the natural nightmares um with uh ali and brandy uh versus the dark order um Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson with Anna Jay. Um, and, uh, yeah, the we predicted the Dark Order, and it was the Natural Nightmares. Um, Colt Cabana messing up, uh, Brody Lee serving uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes on a silver platter for him, and Colt deciding he'll go for that one extra moonsault and uh, getting rolled up. Uh, and then berated by Brody Lee. He looked like it was like uh, beating up your puppy. Um, like he's shouting at your puppy, and they look back as if they say, "Well, why? Why?" why? <laughs> like, yeah, you'd not watch this at all, have you, Colt? <laughs> you are completely oblivious to what's going on around you. You think you'd be used to losing because they lose most weeks still, don't they? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as Brody Lee's pointed out, it's two pay views in a row. He's got he's lost now. Yeah. Yeah. It's unacceptable. <laughs> well, it was just a complete mess, wasn't it? They. The, yeah. the tagging, who the legal man was, no one had a clue. Mm. People were just wandering in. Yeah, it was. I think as bad as the casino. Well, not the, well, the casino row wasn't good, but I thought this was. It could, yeah, like say sticks on the pre-show. Yeah, for me, it didn't need to be where it was. And the worst thing was is you've only got your like say you've got your four big pay-per-views, and then you use this mess just to promote a match that actually people probably would like to see, but that's going to be on TV next week. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Maybe having a one, possibly one of his last chances at uh, winning a title um, against Brody. That would have been a great pay per view match. Yeah. It really would. It just would have worked. Fifteen minutes. This was give that match fifteen minutes. You, yeah, you could have an all time classic, couldn't you? Yeah, they would have delivered. You know, they would have delivered. Yeah, uh, strange. Very, very strange. Um, we then moved on to the tag team title match, uh, which. Um, which is uh, FTR versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Uh, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as it, I think I would have expected, but I enjoyed it. I know some people are really down on this match, but I no, thought it was good. I thought it was a bit flabby. I think it it could have benefited from losing eight to ten minutes, maybe. Hmm. It was a bit of a, It was a very very a bit of a dull spell in the middle um mm. yeah i think the problem is yeah it was being sold as it was it was like say it was good it was like a seven out of ten mm. sort of level for me um but the problem is that then just the end it's just a bit of a is something actually going to happen no no it just continued <laughs> and it's been that it's been that tease again of Ooh, something might happen oh, no, it, no it hasn't for quite yeah. a few weeks now isn't it yeah it's uh, we finally see we've been we've been talking on our on our podcast about the long term storylines that have been ongoing recently in wrestling and we've had this one and we've obviously had Bailey and Sasha which has now actually moved forward yeah. um, and it's almost like mm, did they, I, I don't think it factored in that they said well we can't do it the same week yeah. but it was just a strange strange finish I quite like the Omega letting well. FDR win the, win the tag belts, uh, spike pile drivers. Um, what do they call it? They, it's got a name. It's Mindbreaker. Like, Mindbreaker. Great name. Um, <laughs> you've got a brain reset. Mindbreaker. Um, and, um, yeah, Hangman goes to basically to lean on Kenny and just Kenny just lets him fall and then walks away. But, yeah, just I would like more. Yeah. Either that Kenny actually full-blown turned on him or what, rather than just ranting. And then he leaves at the end through the heel exit. Um, and uh, I hate that there is a heel face exit. I, I don't, it's like, don't tell us that. Everyone yeah. come out of whichever side you want to come out of. It's well, fine. The thing as well is that when you're putting these matches together, what you don't want to do is to have two matches in a row with the identical finish. Hmm. So you've just had... Brody Lee literally just tags in Colt Cabana and he cocks up and he's yeah. annoyed with him. He's like, yeah. you've cost us that match. Now that, that makes sense. Yeah. Now the match wasn't very good, but at least that bit makes sense that he would be annoyed that he's like, I've done, I've set this up for you. You've cocked it up. Yeah. 
Yes. Omega, he, exactly he let the thing. mask slip. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's annoyed at Paige for winning, despite the fact that he V-triggered him and let mm-hmm. him take two mindbreakers to get pinned. Yeah. Storyline is he's annoyed with Paige for costing the match. Yeah. Well, maybe you could have helped him a bit, mate. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, it was strange. You spread them it, out. If, if you are insisting they're on the same card, don't have mm. the same ending in two, two consecutive matches about, oh, I'm... Oh, I'm really annoyed you've lost, but I'm not actually going to do anything. I'm just going to glare at you a bit, and then I'm just going to walk off. So yeah, I think that that sort of spoiled it a little bit. But it was yeah, it, it did what it was supposed to do. But I think it might yeah be interesting to see what they do with FTR now, and whether that's what they do with Omega and Page. Do they mm. do they tag again, or does it just give them a rematch, and then that's where you actually it, do yeah. it? But they don't normally yeah. do rematches to this. Uh, they don't normally. Um, it'll be interesting to see. FTR still still talking about Fear the Revelation. Something's still coming um, on that one. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, the Revelation was written on the trunks, I believe. Yeah. Um, and his uh, so, Tully's so um, jacket as well. Yeah. Had, and it were horses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Some Texas for cowards, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was a, a good, I think I shared it with you earlier, and there was a good little video of them talking backstage afterwards where they uh, uh, they, they finished it with, uh, I'm going to go and get myself a Cameo account. <laughs> um, I'll go get my N64 and get on Twitch. Yeah. Like, they really are hitting WWE at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they pot shots. <laughs> I, I don't know where, I can't, I can't remember where it was in the thing, but there was the um, Kip Sabian, Penelope yeah. Ford thing as well. It was... Uh... Yes, approved. Rather unsubtle at the end there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is well just on that. They, they, they obviously they're sort of moving to the, the old wrestling wedding. Oh, yeah. So, but still, when they've had them before, there's, there's been like there's someone that you would imagine is going to interrupt the wedding, but I don't think yeah. there's any. Who's, who's interested? Who each hell in real life would have been, but that, that feud seems to have finished a few weeks ago, doesn't it? So uh, Yeah. It's weird. Nice they're doing something with Kip Sabian. Yeah, I'd just say it would make sense of it. Another rivalry yeah. and then put that in rather than, yeah. Yeah. Go straight to it, I don't know. So, yeah, uh, just going back to FTR and Page and Omega, I think had high hopes for it, had high hopes that it was going to lead somewhere. They didn't happen. It finishes with Kenny going backstage and seeing the books, trying to convince them to leave with him. Yeah. I don't see why him berating page would be reason for them to leave with him it's like well they either want to or they don't i can quite understand why they wouldn't get into a car with him they've had their match what's the issue yeah, don't know what yeah. unless on. it's well we're executive vice presidents were supposed to be here yeah. um i think as well i, I, I thought know. i thought Omega might, he might i thought he came back and said like where is he and i would thought oh where's this going is he gonna have a confront someone and then it, i think it might have just been referring to the limon <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I was expecting, yeah. oh, where's this going? And then it was just him, yeah, going off in a hissy fit and trying to get the books mm. to. Uh, ICW uh, in Sane Championship Wrestling, the Scottish promotion, did something sort of similar idea when you're saying, like, where is he? Um, they had a title match a couple of years ago. I'm trying to think of his name. It was like a double J gimmick. Just, just justice, um, uh, I think. And he wins the title. And then he takes the title backstage and he's clearly walking. He's trying to find someone. He ends up, uh, he's, he's looking for, he's leaving the building. The camera follows him and he goes and meets someone at the exit to leave with. And it was just like, yeah, that would have been a good thing to ape. I.e. Kenny opens the door. If it was WWE, Kenny would open the door and it'd be like, there's uh, Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody there. If Tully had been in the car or something yeah. and letting him in, that would have been like, oh, <gasps> uh, but no, he just got in the car and left. <laughs> just like, okay, see you on Wednesday then. <laughs> Maybe if you feel like showing up. Yeah, weird. Um, we then moved on to uh, the Mimosa Mayhem match with Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. Uh, Orange Cassidy gets the win. Yeah. Um, I, must I thought it was I'm... better than the second match. <laughs> well, yeah, I must admit that I've not really, the previous two, I didn't really thought, think there was much of it obviously one of the botched ending as well or mm. the yes it definitely did but he botched the ending um but i actually thought this was really good um didn't yeah. didn't outstate its welcome i think it wasn't like they didn't sometimes at ew have the tendency to think 
you, you can, if it's a good match, you can just stick another five minutes of it. But sometimes mm. you just sort of get it nicely done at the time. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good for what it was. And yeah, actually, a sleeper, a sleeper, good match, I think. Yeah, and and they didn't give anything away. Jericho didn't come out wearing white, so you were thinking, well, he's going to get dunked. The one who was in the lightest clothing was Orange Cassidy. Um, and there was no inner circle interference, which you'd think there'd be loads of people trying to deck him. They they went and just had no, let's have these two go at it. I thought it was strange that they'd made that, uh, put the stipulation in about pinfall and submission. Yeah, it meant they could go for some falls and things throughout the match, I suppose. But it's one of those if you if you're gonna finish it with the with the mimosa dunking, you may as well have just said this match only finishes yeah. with a mimosa dunking. Um I'd got in my head going into it that what we might end up getting was Jericho would sneak a pin, um, but Orange would end up chucking him into the um mimosa. And it's like, well, who really won this match? And it's like, no, no. You're just going to get Jericho getting punched <laughs> into the Mimosa. Yeah. And he sold it like a trooper, as you'd he expect. Did. He's I, a pro. Did you, I did like the way he propped up um, in, as if he was like in a hot tub. Yeah. Sort of harking back to his uh, little bit of the bubbly mm. thing, just, just before he uh, lost the title, I think. As, a, as yeah. in literally <laughs> lost the title, not as in not before he lost it. Yeah, yeah before he <laughs> actually disappeared. Yeah. Um, you do wonder where are both of these two going? All right, yeah. what, what's the destination there for Orange Cassidy and what's the destination for Jericho? Yeah. I could see Orange maybe being a future TNT challenger, yeah. um, especially if Brody keeps the belt for a while. That I would work quite nicely. His next feud is going to be down, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, you're not going. He's not going to be anyone on the level of Jericho, realistically, is he? Mm. So, like I said, there's no immediate. They're not setting up for an immediate uh, thing. As well, the inner circle as well. They um, seem to be obviously possible as we're expecting another faction to arrive. You wonder whether, whether I don't know, whether a first turn or maybe slight split up or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know with Jericho. It's a, it's a strange one because that, that does drop him down the pecking order now, two losses. Um. So, yeah, you do wonder what will happen there. If he's going to have another you- run with the title, it's got to be... In- in the next year or two, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, You'll get diminishing returns, unfortunately. Yeah. Otherwise. Um, I could see Orange following up uh with potentially with a feud with MJF. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. That would be a that would work quite nicely if, if MJF's moaning on uh, yeah. on Wednesday or whatever and then have him just wander out and just annoy him. <laughs> yeah. I did t- I could well, see that be quite good. Well we're talking about the top quality um announcement as well. Uh, I did notice Excalibur managed to call Jericho the, the demigod. Yeah. Which of course is entirely missing the point. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and he point. said Orange Cassidy 2 and 0 against Jericho. Yes, they quickly corrected that. Do you know uh, somebody jumped in? The fact that it was uh, Jericho Cassidy 3 on all the match graphics might have suggested yes. that it actually. Yeah, let's not, let's not put uh, Cassidy over too much here. Jericho did get the first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was the Tony was asked to jump in quite quickly and go, no, it's, it's 2-1. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I picked up on that as well. Uh, yeah, it's quite a, quite a fun little match. Um, but I, th- I just thought it was a bit strange they'd gone with the whole stipulation of pinfall submission if you were just going to dunk him. Yeah. I was like, just go for dunking. But then it, maybe it would have just would it added to the fun that you thought the match could be robbed without us actually getting it. Yeah, um, I think it's like a false. Well, I don't know. Oh, they have a tab. Do you remember the um, Cody Jericho one where they, they, they stuck in the stipulation that it was going to be go to judges? Yes. <laughs> and then, like, the week afterwards, it suddenly was, oh, and if Cody doesn't win, he's never going to chance. And you were thinking, like, they're just sort of Too like <laughs> worried that, like, one, one gimmick's going to give the result away too obvious, so they then have to like oversteer yeah. in the other yeah. direction by changing because everyone thought, ah, well, obviously he's going to win that. Oh, oh, well, oh no, we'll announce Jericho might win with a pin and everyone's thinking, well, Jericho will win and then and then he'll put, get put into mm. the... And it seems to be, yeah. It did give a little bit of a, a, a question mark over how yeah. it was going to go. So, yeah, maybe they maybe give them credit for that one. Yeah. We then had John Moxley and MJF. Uh, Moxley retaining the AW World title. Um, I thought this was... Um, MJF's coming out party. Yeah, to be. he showed himself as a top level player. 
Um, because we talked about how it was a quite cold build-up for him. They hadn't really added his, and they actually pointed out on the commentary it was something like forty-five days since he'd had a match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if he was saving himself for that, he saved himself well because it was a really good match. Yeah, <laughs> they worked really well. Yeah, he looked like a top-level player um, and one for the future. Um, I would have accepted him taking the title last night based on the quality of his match work if he if he'd have got the win. Yeah. But yeah. Moxley taking the win with a sneaky little paradigm shift, yeah. um, which you know MJF's going to moan about on Wednesday. Well, I'd, I'd love to know the the small print of the contract on yeah. exactly how it's worded that it's banned. Yeah, or only if the referee sees it, is it banned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If uh, video evidence shows it, then uh, it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> well, was it? I don't think it was ever. I don't remember it being stipulated exactly what it just said it was banned, and then I think in commentary yeah. they'd said, well. I think when he teased it, it was like, oh, you lose the title. But I don't think it was They'd ever. never said that in the build-up. So it's kind of like thinking, what if he just does it and then he gets disqualified and retains the title or, or it's a fine or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, you're supposed to spell that out, really, aren't you? Yeah. So you go like, you can't do that. You'll lose. Like the Randy Orton thing of don't get yourself disqualified yeah. against Christian. And you, you watch the whole thing going, you're going to get yourself disqualified. Don't get off with him. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with this one, it was just... Wardlow misses the th- well. The, it it played out like Wardlow misses the throw. But it's not. It's MJF misses the catch. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow did his job. Wardlow, who was strangely quiet in the match. Yeah. I thought like, it I, it's an sorry. obvious heat spot, isn't it? Getting yeah. the, the bodyguard involved when the ref's not looking, isn't it? But it was almost mm. reversed, wasn't it? That yeah, he didn't really yeah. get involved. And then the only thing he really did was throw him back in the ring at one point. Um, he didn't. It's not like he roughed him up outside or gave him the F10 or anything like that. So, yeah, it was a it was a strange one. I I was crossing my because I was sort of thinking, oh, are we still going to get this revelation? Are we still going to get this potential horseman thing? Yeah. Um, at uh, at all out, and I was thinking like, oh, at the end, is is, is what we're going to get? Not before the result happened. Is the result going to be that they're that FTR are with MJF and Wardlow? Is Wardlow the second deck guy down? Like, I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. But I was thinking, is this where they're going? I think <laughs> it doesn't. It feels like. If it was going to be MGF's faction, hmm. it would have been tonight. It doesn't. It would doesn't. Yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> I think we can safely yeah, rule that one out. Yeah, yeah it would. It, they, this was the time to for them to sneak in and do something and, and maybe and get him the belt. This might, like I say, either they go well. They can either go for the rematch or possibly they can go for possibly a split with Wardlow, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blaming him for Something's the loss because he can't accept it himself. At which point he gets F10 out of his boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they could quite easily do the uh, award low turn if they want to. Yeah, or... At least be new sparing it. Like, yeah. it looks pretty solid from us. I think so, yeah. We have seen, seen so far. I think it looks something there, doesn't it? So. I just happened to be flicking through on fight um, on my fa- on my phone yesterday and I caught the video. Remember when they introduced oh, Wardlow? Oh, God. <laughs> I was watching that thinking. Yeah, this this doesn't really reflect who we got in the end, but no. just show him as a badass, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was quite weird. Wardlow was coming. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah. Moxley gets the win. He then um, he gives the finger, I think, to Archer. Yeah, I think that's who he was aiming at. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, which which so, suggests again that that's that's and obviously with next that's the next shoot, isn't it? MJF's just going to be bitching about it isn't he yeah he might get a tv rematch at some point but it's not gonna be one of consequence the next real match is going to be archer yeah for for moxley uh moxley continues to be great it's it, it's it's a shame in many ways that a lot of the storylines we're talking about i don't think we're really talking about and how does moxley fit into this yeah <laughs> he hasn't had that that defining match i don't think yet mm. say that he's, he's just solid the character's brilliant Mm. And he's very he's very consistent in the ring, mm. very good. But he just hasn't had that for me that brilliant match that you could recommend to someone and say this is like absolute his best stuff. I so I think it's stuff in the G one and New Japan was probably his mm. his best since leaving. Mm. Um, but yeah, but maybe if if uh, him and Archer can repeat the um, Texas Death Match. Yes, from Wrestle Kingdom, anywhere near that level, then uh, we could be in for. Yeah, that, be worth that, it. That could be his defining uh, match as champion. Mm. Yeah, ironically, if I'm thinking of the the key moments for 
uh, Moxley since he's arrived. It's the the feud with Omega, which was protracted because of injury. Um, but when it actually happened, it was really good. Uh, I watched uh, Omega and uh, Pack that replaced one of their matches um, again the other day. That was great, and uh, just to get a bit of a fill. And um, the other the other thing that sort of ring in terms of storyline was the Ortiz blinding bit or Santana blinding bit. Sorry, that uh, that was. And you think, well, he wasn't really in a feud with Santana, but at the time, it eye for an eye, a proper eye for an eye. Yeah. Um, unlike the WWE <laughs> crappy thing. Um, that was, uh, that was good. But yeah, he needs, he needs that long-term opponent that's sort of on his level. It'll be interesting to see what they've got lined up for him. Yeah. Well, you'd think, yeah, Omega's the obvious one, but obviously he looks mm. like he's heading into a page feud. And Yeah. You, you got, you, you've got the feeling you can't, um, you, you can't move him on until he's actually, decked page or had a fight with page yeah um but and at the same time you want to elevate page again so. yeah i think this is the next preview in november i think they've announced november yeah full gear so, which is quicker than that quicker than they have been usually that's a month quicker isn't it mm. but still got that nice gap where you've got yeah. a bit of, quite a bit of tv time so you'd imagine yeah omega page probably they could stretch that out mm. with, with if they're going to have it that would be at their next preview wouldn't it and but I feel Archer, Moxley probably might take place before then. I think it feels like. Mm. Do we think that they are going to wait until they've got their full crowds in before they go to, like, get the crowd really back before they go down the lines of blood and guts? <sighs> I'm not sure. That, I don't, well, who knows when that's going to be? Um, mm. It depends what that, what the, how much they've got. I mean, because it was replaced by the Stadium Stampede match, but obviously the fans mm. wouldn't have been... Really, there that wouldn't have worked anyway. for them, would it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, so it just depends, really. Hmm. I hope we get to it eventually. I'm sure they will. We no, will, they will get it eventually. So. Yeah, but um, yeah. I think. I think the problem is, is that because you got used to not having any people in, and then you get. I don't think when they've had they've had is it about fifteen percent capacity fans? They're not making a lot of noise, so it doesn't. Really, sometimes you don't. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of fans there. It doesn't like. So I you know in some ways the fake crowd noise makes it in, in other companies makes it sound a bit better, and then of course you then you see in the crowd and it just looks like oh my god there's no one <laughs> your brain yeah. goes oh my god there's no one there this doesn't look like a top promotion does it no. even though that's all I could have in but yeah they it are doesn't... suffering from that you said earlier on about like the daily's place and seeing it too often it's got that vibe of the impact zone about it but... yeah absolutely yeah they've um they've had. Yeah, is it Tennessee? Yeah, I like Tennessee Daily's Showgrounds, place, but... wasn't it? And I think they moved mm. to. Um... Yeah, it, they do need to do something to make it look different, so that we don't just start to go, yeah. "Are they there again?" Yeah, because uh, it, it makes them look small, right? Not that they are. WWE are in the same place yeah. every time, but because it's changing colour on a Tuesday, yeah. or Monday, let's say it's th- just you do Friday. as much as you can, don't you? Even if it's just yeah, set dressing or. I don't know. I don't know what they can do within the confines of it. But yeah, especially for these big pay-per-views. Mm. It, and it just didn't look any different from when they had the fight, first Fight for the Fallen special mm. pay-per-view sort of thing. Yeah, it would be nice if that was a thing. I'd also like to establish what AEW's big pay-per-view is. Because yeah. every every um, brand, every sorry, every organization needs that like killer. This is our well, effectively our WrestleMania, yeah. and I would have thought going into it, all out should be because of it being linked to all in, but it doesn't look like it is now. Well, certainly last night's show didn't yeah. feel like that. No. So which one are they going with as being it? And it certainly won't be full gear. Yeah, I think Revolution's probably been the best pay per view mm. they've put on as well. But obviously, I had one of them and. Double or nothing going to be the new one? Or? Double, it's got, yeah. yeah. Although it's weird it's, that yeah, the, 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 some of these have, still have the they're still having the lingering casino themes, yeah. don't they? But but they don't really play on it anymore, do they? No, they don't dress it up like they used to with the big chips and yeah, the casino battle royal in that made sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's lost that now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's like they say it's with um, impact. They can never, I think, either sort of varied between Slammiversary or Bound for Glory as to which was the big hmm. show. And it, yeah, it, it it just it is a lot better when you know you've got that one big show at WrestleMania, isn't it? So, 
Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, that's our thoughts on AEW All Out. Not a bad show. I know we've been quite negative, but I think we had, it was expectations were set a bit uh, too high going in. Um, not necessarily a show I will go back and watch again, um, unless I'm trying to just see the whole of the page and Omega storyline and i just want to see where everything fits in at the end uh, otherwise i can't really see going back to it maybe for mjf and moxley i thought that was that was a good solid match or Sheeda and thunder rosa but um yeah not the best show they put on yet but always nice to get um another AEW show when we're, we're still seeing them develop and still seeing how they're going what their approach is going to be to a uh, to their pay-per-views it's uh, it's nice to see it um, thank you very much, Paul, and we'll do this again very soon. Yeah, cheers, Chris.